The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Hey, y'all, Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. Thud, 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 thud. That's the echo of Anthony Richardson's draft buzz reverberating around the world after he hit the ceiling at his pro day. Will he reach his ceiling in the NFL? It is I, Rob Paul, a.k.a. the guy who ran a poll to let Twitter decide what position I'd slot Peter Skaronsky at, and it came back 50-50 for OT and IOL. And with me, as always, is AJ. Darnell Wright's double kickoff one leg is the coolest thing to come out of Tennessee since Mountain Dew Marchese. Wait, Mountain Dew's from Tennessee, and I didn't know that? Yep. Guess what else is from Tennessee that I had on my short list before I knew it was Mountain Dew and it had to be Mountain Dew? Jack Daniels. I knew that one. Though. Cotton candy. Really? Mini golf. Oh, full? Is Tennessee? Well. And the atomic bomb. <laughs> That's what Google said, at least. Tennessee. I didn't do that much research on it. I did I did fact check the Mountain Dew. If you, if you like, Tennessee used to be great. Let's put it that way. Today, we'll be breaking down our top offensive tackles in the 2023 NFL Draft. Let's hit it. Seven. 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 Seven rounds in heaven with my baby. Driving out to Casey, maybe. Looking for Stroud or a Bryce Young. Who's going to wear a Hawaiian shirt today? Who's going to put ketchup on a stick? Who's going to find a steal in the fifth? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And And that's a song. Today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink. Your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. Rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Offensive tackle time, baby. We're back in the trenches where both of our careers began. Mm-hmm. And ended. Oh, not mine. Mine, mine ended playing defensive back somehow. <laughs> your, your career will never end as long as Nathan Shepard is around and you can flex that you That's put him true. in the dirt. I know I can play in the NFL if he can. <laughs> okay. Offensive tackles. 
Um, my first question to you is, does this class lack depth? Kind of. Like, I don't know. I find that there's, like, not a lot of guys I'm banging the table for on day three. Me neither. I, I have a fair amount of day three grades. Um, there's guys I like, but there's, yeah, there's not a whole lot of, like, I had a, I had trouble finding the guy, like, value pick, sleeper. Cause I, I try to go a little lower, but. Like, there's no one you love. Not, day three. not really. There's a couple guys I like, but no one I'm, like, really loving. And, like, well, after the top 100, okay. like, I only have two fourth-round grades. Then I have a chunk of fifth-round grades. And then, like, a couple yeah, six. I, like, it's not... I th- think I only have three fourth-round grades. Yeah, I only got two. No, like, actually only two. Yeah. Which feels really low. And then I only have three fifth-round grades. I got, I got like, four, four or five. Like, I, I don't mind that fifth-round, the fifth-round group. There's a couple guys, but... Yeah, how many how many draftable grades do you got? Well, that this was uh, first. Let me ask you. This. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Uh, over the last five drafts, <laughs> yeah. we've averaged twenty two point six offensive tackles selected. Now I put offensive tackles in quotes yes. because that's just what they're labeled as. It's not necessarily always true. Um, with a high being in that time frame twenty five in twenty twenty one, and a low being twenty in twenty twenty. A lot of twenties. Would you take the over or under on, tw- tw- we'll say, 22 and a half? Okay, the, the problem is how many guys are going to get announced as tackle that aren't. But that being said, I feel like this for this group, we did a lot of guys, kept them at tackle, that were probably going to kick inside, right? Because I feel like... But at the same time, that's not to say we didn't... We, we kicked, like, multiple... A decent amount of guys inside yeah. too. Yeah, we did. There's just a, I think there's just a lot of tweeners in this class. There is. Just off the top of my head, like, we kicked... Uh, Brayden Daniels of Utah, Cody Mock of North Dakota State, and Nick Salaveri of Old Dominion. Those mm-hmm. are kind of like the the top end guys we kicked inside. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch more. Like there's a lot of depthy guys we I kicked inside personally. Like um, um, Brunt Lang from Minnesota Duluth. I have him inside. Uh, yeah. Coop, Cooper Hodges from App State. Um, guys like that. But at the same time, you're right. Where there's like half of these guys. As we do them, I'll be like, I might like him a little bit better as a guard. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where, like, you know, you said he feels like there's no depth because it feels like a lot of those day three guys are guys that might end up or, or fall into that, you know, into that vein. There's not like, like I don't know, like Braxton Jones, I know he had went out and had an amazing career, but there was not a lot of him, you know, in this class. It feels like we don't have that, like, small school, long guy that's going to get a look, you know, like that we have maybe one or two of a lot of classes. Yeah, no, there's there's not uh like twitched up long no. tackles. That being said, I I, w- I would take the under on that number. I think. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think I would too. Um, I I think it'll be around twenty. I I have eighteen draftable grades, and then there's a couple other guys that I I don't know. Like, I yeah. I have twenty draftable grades. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like there's, there just feels like there's a lot of those tweener guys. Like my, I don't know, <laughs> 16 through 18 are all definite tweet tweeners. And I mean like when, when the, maybe the best guy in the class is a tweener, like that's, that just sets the floor, right? And nobody's sure what to put Peter Skaronsky at. Um, I think part, part of the reason I wanted to do him with tackle, um, was because if he's going... Top ten, I suspect he'll at least have a shot to yeah. play there first. Yeah, um, I think he deserves a shot to play there first. Although uh, his arms are 
much shorter than the short arm tackles we've uh, had in the past. Like for the guy you replaced at Northwestern, mm-hmm. um, for example, Slater hit Sean Slater. thirty-three flat, didn't he? I I believe so. I'm checking as we speak. Thirty-three flat. Yeah. Uh, Skronsky's thirty-two and a quarter. Mm-hmm. And you you definitely see that like show up. Yeah, the- it does show up. And I, I thought with Rashawn Slater, his arm length didn't show up that. Agree. Like. Really at all? I thought I, I think Rashawn Slater is a better prospect. I agree. Um, that's not to take too much away from Pierce Skronsky, who I think is a great prospect, but he could be like an elite NFL guard. Yeah, I think it's the same thing. Prospect uh, versus just I think he's the top tackle prospect still, regardless of that length. But yeah, I saw, I have him as tackle one too. But no, I, I agree with you where he could be you know all pro level guard and you know solid. Above replacement level tackle. That's kind of that's kind of how I feel. I don't know. Yeah, he's tough. I, I do think – I agree with you, though. I think he gets a look outside first, especially if he goes top 15, top 10 possibly. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Skronsky. I mean, <laughs> do, do you have him for highest floor if you want to just jump in, or do you got more? Yeah, on? yeah, let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, I do have pure Skronsky for highest floor. Do you? Yeah, I do. I do as well. Um, I, just like because you're going to get a guy that's a fucking absolute stud in the run game. You know, like you, you're. I, I think okay. So, if you take him at tackle, I think he's like you said. He's going to be an above average starting tackle. Like I feel very confidently, if not more than that. Yeah, no, that, and, there's definitely, definitely, yeah. And wor- worst case, you kick him inside. You might have an all pro guard. Mm-hmm. Um, because the thing with him too is like he is. What makes him so good is he is so technically sound. He is so balanced. Uh, he he has a ton of pop in his hands. Yeah. He, he plays with great leverage. Um, uh, the anchor's really good. He moves well in space. He I think he tested better than people were expecting to. Like his vert and broad were both in the, over ninety fifth percentile. I think when you um, yeah maybe that's better. But I think when you watch him, you see he's like definitely a good athlete. Like, yeah, he shows explodes up. out of his stands. Yeah. yeah, totally, totally. I I I think I, I expect him to test well, but maybe not mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, that's level. fair. Um, and he, he is so good at getting to the second level, making yeah. reach blocks, sealing off linebackers. He, he just has such a great, I feel like, grasp of how to attack both um, with the defensive lineman in front of him and reaching that second level. Uh, he understands angles. He plays uh, pissed off, too, which is mm-hmm. very nice to see. Um, and, and, like, he's scheme versatile. He can play in zone or gap. He can play... I, I know, like, everyone's like, is he garter? Is he tackle? Is that a bad thing? Well, I think you're getting a guy who could play any position, right? I'm pretty sure he played center in high school for a time. He's so. he's got the traits to play center. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this guy could be the best center in the NFL. Um, and then ultimately, it's just he has 32 and a quarter inch arms. He's six four, which is tall enough for me. But uh, and you do see the length issue yeah. show up at times, and and, and it comes with when an edge defender's trying to lock him out to set the edge or or he's playing a longer uh, yeah. more explosive pass rusher and exact Harrison was a bit of a struggle hand. at times. Yeah, he can't who's long as hell, yeah. obviously. I think he's over thirty six inch arms. Yeah. And he just can't get his hands inside. Yeah, exactly. And I think like, you know, there's that one arm stab. You see him kind of get knocked knocked back a bit there. Yeah, I, I do think like a lot of the things that we're complimenting him on or a lot of what you just said is like <laughs> things that make a great guard, you know? And 
ultimately, again, I think he can be a great guard. I, I think he can be a slightly above average tackle. Because I, I, God, I'll say I think he can be a Pro Bowl tackle. I don't know. I don't know. I think I can see the length. Like, I'm gonna say this. I, I'm lower on Skaronski than I think a lot of people are, but like, I still think he's a like I have a top 15 grade. So like, I'm still there. It's just like. The, the length scares me a little bit. I, I think I'm a little less uh, bullish on the, just like, I don't know, I don't want to say the athleticism, but, like, I just feel like his feet are a little frenetic sometimes, as in, like, pass pro. Not in the run. In the run, he's great. Like, it just, just in the NFL, you're going to see a lot of those long guys. You're going to have a lot of, a lot more issues. Like, his hands kind of are wide in pass pro, too. And I, I think the anchor is solid, but you do see a falter at times. Um, that being said, I, I think he'll be fine. As a, as a tackle, but like just all the things that make him great, it, like you know the, the the leverage he plays with, there's the absolute power he has in the run game, the way he washes guys, like the like you said, the, the ability to do combos and like just get to the second man magnetically and you know working out in double teams and climbing to the second level and just the way he moves, you know, and, and I do think the way he moves does help him in the in the, like he's a very good recovery um, pass protector, um. Yeah, just all of that makes him sound like he's going to be a very good guard if he if he gets kicked in there, and a solid solid tackle. Do you think he ends up going in the top ten? He might be nine to the Bears, right? But other than or eight to the Falcons, yeah, I I think he's seven gonna, to the Raiders. I think I think eight is his ceiling. Ceiling, yeah. like that's the highest he'll go. Yeah, I think so. Um. How far do you think he could fall? I don't think he's going to fall that far either, though. And and I think the, he wouldn't get past Pittsburgh. He would think there you go. He wouldn't get past Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't think he'll fall that far either, though. I I think again, I think he's the best offensive lineman in this class. Um, I also want to want to say because of I think because of that lack of depth. Yeah, exactly. These offensive tackles who I have multiple first round picks, but like they're not. N- none of these guys are to the level of of. of Icky and Evan Neal for being yeah, last year. Not even close for me. Agreed. Right, exactly. Like f- far off. Those guys, I, I top ten grades on. I don't have that on these guys. Yeah. Um, but because of that, like I, 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 do, I like I think we, we get three tackles in the first thirteen picks potentially. Potentially five ta- five tackles in the first round potentially. Yeah, I, I'm six I, even. I agree. I think I think five is a good number. I agree with you there. I mean, um. Yeah, like like after Scrum, I don't want to spoil. Too. <laughs> We're gonna get there, but yeah, I, I I think I feel the same way as you do. Um, but and, let me ask you this though: Would you be shocked if Skronsky's not the first off lineman taken though? No, no, no. Yeah, because if you're looking for a pure like, if your team needs a tackle and you don't view Skronsky as that because of the length, mm-hmm. I, I I can understand going a couple different ways and um. Especially if, if Skronsky's the high floor guy, right? Yeah. Like he is. I, I'm getting a ten year vet, whether it's a tackle or potentially as an all pro type of guard. Um, where if I if I want to bet on the traits, like I don't think that's necessarily him. You're betting on. I yeah. think there's another guy. Uh, or if you want a really long tackle, I think there's another guy there too. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I, I really do like Skronsky. I think most years he's a mid first round pick. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree, and I do have a top fifteen grade though. Like that being said, I just like I think even though that's a top fifteen grade, maybe he's fifteen. You know, because I think we're on the same page. It's just, yeah, I, I think I might be a little lower on on the pass protecting ability. I don't know. Like I think he's just kind of a little bit. 
You know how Rashawn Slater was just so damn smooth and made everything look so easy? I think, yeah. I think sometimes he makes things look harder than they should be. But he does it well. I, I'm just saying. He's just like a little... And then kick that inside, and that's that's no problem. It's just like, okay, you got a really fucking athletic guard that, you know, it can do all of these things. So I, I do think eventually his home is going to be guard. But and, and, and speaking of a tackle who could go over him, assuming Skronsky's not your highest ceiling, mm-hmm. uh, I think the reasons tack- some of these tackles could, one or two of them could go ahead of him is because their ceilings are higher as a tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my highest ceiling is George's Broderick Jones. Okay, I, I put Broderick Jones, but I do have a hard time splitting him and Paris Johnson, and even in my grade. So you you stump for Jones, I'll stump for Johnson. Uh, I just think with Jones, he is the twitchiest, mm-hmm. most explosive on the field of these mm-hmm. top-tier tackles. Um, you're getting a guy who... No, he's not to Icky's level last year, but he reminds me a lot of Icky with what he can do in space. It's, the, the the edge he plays with um, yeah. and, and what he brings in the run game. Like, he has got a chance to be a premier run blocker yeah. left tackle in the NFL. Like, he is so twitchy and explosive. He looks to kill guys. He plays with uh, uh, impressive leverage, impressive um, power at the point of attack. And like like I said, you get him out in space. He's he's ridiculous. Like if you stick him in a gap scheme and you're pulling him back, like as a backside pull, like bro, this guy is just so <laughs> he he goes through the kill shot every time. Or yeah. if you run a screen, he gets out in space. He's so good on those. He is so like um, he I, he's up there like with the best that we we've had doing that um, since we started this podcast. Um, you know what? I feel like Georgia like it took them a little while to realize how damn good he was. Because I feel like later in the year like. They just really started letting him just fucking let loose. Well, it was it was it the natty where they just like every every play felt like they're just yeah. <laughs> sweeping him out and it's just like oh man he's just demolishing those TC defenders. I mean, yeah, like that that the potential the that's why I do I would put him high ceiling, but I, I think Perry Johnson's very close. So, um, but the the potential like he could be a top top run blocker in the NFL if it all clicks. That being said, let me play let me because I'm I guess I'm taking the downside here. He's six five three eleven. He like he's twitchy as hell, like you said. He's just extremely athletic. But like that frame, man. I think that's like the thinnest waist I've seen on a tackle. <laughs> like at least for for a high a high level one, you know. Oh, there's a much thinner waisted tackle in this class. Who? Blake Freeland. Oh, I, I, there's a high level one. Blake Freeland's not high level. Cares about what? He got the highest RAS score. Come on, man. Yeah, so he's going in the first round. The okay, yeah. Um, no, no. I've seen some crazy stuff. Okay, yeah, he um, might, but I got a fifth round grade on him, so I don't care. Um, yeah, <laughs> good, um, good tackles. I just, you know what I mean. And then, yeah, like he just the, the technique isn't there yet, you know. And yeah, and pa- pass pro, like his feet can be an issue. But you know they're fucking athletic. Um, like he's he's got the movement. In his hand there. placement. Yes. Yeah. Hand it, placement it, for sure. Hand placement, he shoots too far outside a lot of yeah. the time. Yep. And it doesn't hurt him a ton because of at the college level because he's so freaking athletic. Yeah. And he plays really hard. Um, and, and then, yeah, his, his feet, like, he can take some missteps. Uh, he could be over-aggressive, too. And he can struggle with inside counters. A couple of these guys can. Mm-hmm. Um But I'm, I'm betting on, in, in the especially in this class, like, I don't think he's getting past what the thirteenth pick. Yeah, yeah. I, I worse the the commanders, you know, sixteen. Yeah, it's sixteen. Yeah. Um, no, I totally agree with you. And like, I, I do think like 
he's powerful in the run, but I, I think like as a pass protector, like just that core strength will probably need to get better jumping to the NFL. Um, he could be a little wobbly. Yeah, yeah, but no. and I think that comes with, that can that comes with his feet and hands not being on the same page mm-hmm. and like, uh, like. No, I don't want to say like he's not lungy. He's not TJ Clemmings coming out of pit. Yeah, but <laughs> stray. Um, but like there, there's lapses, and you can see it. he's a young player. He yeah. started one year at Georgia. He's a redshirt sophomore. Yeah. That, that's the other thing with this group too is like Pierre Skronsky started three years at tackle for Northwestern. Well, Broderick Jones only started one year at left tackle for Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Paris Johnson's a two year starter, but only one year at left tackle. He was playing right guard last year. Um, it's 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 guys who haven't played a ton a ton. Mm-hmm. No, and that but that speaks to Jones's potential as the the highest ceiling guy too, though, right? Also, I, I does Georgia like just in love with rotating? Yeah, I don't. It's I so it. weird why they rotate him. Did, Warren McClendon's playing left and right in the same game. It's weird. I love Warren McClendon like <laughs> as a college player, but. Why are you taking out Broderick Jones? Like it's so weird. I, it's very weird. I really didn't appreciate that. Um, I think I think that's just their flexing. Like we're so damn good, we can do this. Well, and, and the kid they're bringing in Mims, he was a five star, yeah. so you gotta yeah. keep him happy so he doesn't hit the portal. Yeah, that's true. They're geniuses. We'll be talking about him next year. Yeah. So yeah, I I, I don't disagree with you. That's Broderick Jones, but I'll, I'll make a case where like him and a Paris Johnson. I have a hard time splitting them. They they grow up very, very, very the same for me. <laughs> so, um, well, I went with Paris Johnson as my best bet. That's good. I went back to Skaronski, so that's 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 better for from you. Um, but that being said, with Paris Johnson, you know, you got that guy that's super long. He's six six three thirteen. Another guy that can probably add I need to add a little bit on that frame and the play strength will have to improve a bit. But then he's got over thirty six inch arms. Um, yeah. And another guy that's just you know super quick. He's a n- loose, nimble dude, like like Jones, but kind of different mover. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And a guy that's you know like just the punch is pretty good, well timed. He just uses that length really well. Like yeah, he's a guy that I th- I think the feet and the hands work really well together. Unlike unlike Jones at times, good footwork, nice like the, just a clean set, nice slide, um, good recovery. You know, and then but then the run game isn't isn't very great. You know, like I think he's just most effective. I disagree. I think I think I think there's like people are overrated like. Are making it out to seem like he's a ter- like he's well, coming gone. from the air raid where he didn't rumble. I didn't no, say I terrible. T- no, no, no. I know you didn't, but I've just seen some takes on Twitter, and it's like it, it just paints this picture of a guy who is coming from like the air raid and didn't run block. Well, I I got a little. I didn't end up with this comp, but I got some Charles Cross vibes with 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 Paris Johnson, who turned into a pretty solid run blocker in his rookie year, right? But no, hold, let me let me let me say this. He's really effective as a mover, as a run blocker, like yeah. just re- really good and good, like just like just kind of redirecting guys and stuff like that. But like I think just like you know his his kind of like the core strength needs some work, and like I just like to see him kind of finish blocks more consistently. And then he's just like can play the leverage is kind of inconsistent when he just knows yeah. up. And yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Power. That's it. So I, I think it's there. Yeah. I'm not saying he's he shit. I'm just yeah. He uh, the reason well the reason he's my best bet is. I, I think that it's hardest of these top tackles. It's hardest to poke holes in his game. Um, like, his game translates the best to being an NFL starting left tackle. Yeah, he's got the highest ceiling like among as pass, as a pass protector. Yeah, he's just so, like you said, he's so long. And and where Broderick Jones is so twitchy, mm-hmm. Paris Johnson's so smooth. Yeah, that's And that shows up with his footwork. Yeah. And, and like you said, his hands and feet are tied together. Yeah. Um, 
and then yeah he's a great mover in space too Mm -hmm. he can reach the second level uh would like to see him play with a little bit better leverage and and get stronger like you said he i think he could put on 10 pounds like he looks like a nba forward yeah he could put on denim like project jones could probably put on 20 like (laughs) yeah um i i think if a tackle goes over Skronsky or an offensive lineman goes over Skronsky, it should be Paris Johnson because he, to me, is the clearest, like, oh, that's a franchise left tackle that mm-hmm. protects our, our quarterback's blind side. There's less flaws in his technique. Uh, there's less things to clean up for him than with Broderick Jones. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I think, like, I think Paris Johnson's been a little bit underrated. I, I don't disagree. He's a five, yeah. five-star kid who was, I, I believe, the number one tackle recruit in his class. Uh, I'm biased, too, as a Buckeyes fan. Um, started a year at right guard. Looked pretty solid there. Way more comfortable on the left side at left tackle. Mm-hmm. Only got one year there. Was phenomenal. Uh, I think, yes, he does need to get stronger and, and play with better leverage, but he's like, he's such a young player still. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and same that goes for project jones too um like he he'll be a 22 year old rookie and starting at left tackle the nfl i don't think he gets past i'm gonna say he doesn't get past uh the 11th pick i think if tennessee's there you gotta take him i still i love that project jones the titans fit and just let him get in front of derrick henry like that that's i love that i love i like paris johnson as a jet that's kind of like I like that. They're not going to have that pick because uh, that's the Packers pick, maybe. <laughs> but no, I like, yeah, I, I don't disagree. Like, he kind of does feel a little overrated, but I do think in most classes. Underrated. Sorry, yeah, no, sorry, thank you. Underrated. I do think in most classes, like, him and him and Broderick Jones aren't so much going in that range, though. They're, they're going more 18 to a little lower, you know. But, like, uh, yeah, I, I do. Like, that's why I'm, I'm going to stump for him as the highest ceiling because of that potential as a pass protector. Um Interesting, interesting at the top of the group. I mean, I think we're both in agreement that those are the top three guys, unless you're a yeah, unless you're a, you're going to stand Dewan Jones too over Project. But to, to, to me, there's a tier one of those three, and then a tier two of four other guys. Okay, I got a tier one of those three, and then like a tier two of three guys. Oh, I thought you were going to say five, and I was I was so ready for you to tell me that. Uh, uh, Ryan Hayes. It's Ryan Hayes. It. Ryan Hayes is your guy. <laughs> um, no, I, I got the because I think I think I know the guy I'm a little lower on than you are because I've been for a while. Um, yeah, I think it, like again, I, I have Skronsky slightly above, and I like Paris Johnson, Broderick Jones. I went back and forth. I couldn't really. I had a really hard time splitting them, and I ended up like really going with Broderick Jones from a high ceiling because of the like we, what we talked about. Well, I, I think too like when when because I'm I'm with you. I have uh, have them like neck and neck. Mm-hmm. It's so dependent on what scheme are you what are you looking for? Are you looking for the yeah. smooth, safe pass protector? Are you looking for the electric run blocker? Yeah. Like what's your what's your scheme exactly need more of a tackle, right? Like exactly. it's so it's so team dependent. So on draft night, if one goes above the other, like I don't think any anyone's complaining unless like one goes way earlier than the other, yeah. but then you can throw Skaronsky into that mix where, and, like, if teams and, just don't want that length, right, are afraid of it. Well, yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, I think it could be though, any one of those three could be the first tackle off the board, and I would understand it. Yeah, me too. And I, I think they can go in any order, and I would get it. Yeah, exactly. Like, Skaronsky is, to me, he, he is my number one tackle, but it's not by enough where I'm like, there's no way he should go, 
or shouldn't. Should, there's no way Paris Johnson or Broderick Jones should should go above them. Yeah, like, I, agree. I, I I see it with all three. They're they're all very not similar in style, but similarly graded players. Yeah, to me. yeah, definitely. I mean, do you have any other? F- and they're all very different styles. They are. I, I assume you have first round grades on all three. Yes. Do you have any other first round grades? You don't have to name names. Well, just, 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 just a yeah tease. Well, j- just Blake Freeland as a tight end. Okay, respect that. Okay, I, I hey, hey, you know my Blake Freeland pro cop is Luke Musgrave playing tight end. <laughs> I mean, playing tackle, playing tackle. Uh, okay, value pick. I think I, I tried to go a little deeper. I don't know why. Um, God, like not that deep. It's it's like what are you trying to prove? It's my, he's my tackle eleven. Is that's all I'm just all I'm trying to okay, say. It's not that deep. No, I okay. Yeah. So value, yeah. Uh, value pick. What did we say? It's fourth round, maybe fifth. round? Yeah, my guy's like an early fifth round. I think what's hard with it is this tackle class drops off so much. Where exactly, yeah. It's like if I pick my highest fourth round grade, like that guy might go in the third round. Yeah, that's that's very true. I th- yeah. Who's your pick? I, I put two down for most categories just in case. I put uh, I put Carter Warren from Pitt. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, who, that's a good pick. Who, that's my tackle twelve. Yeah, who I kind of like. Remember I mentioned earlier, there's not too many of those longer pure tackles in this class. He's kind of one of those guys that you're going to get on day three. He's got those 35-inch, over 35-inch arms, 6'5", 3'11", so kind of the similar build to Paris Johnson, really. Um, a little bit of an older prospect, which is not great. And you know he's recovering from, I think, a meniscus tear, too. But, like, just well-built, great length, um, just clean feet. Like, the, another guy that kind of um, pairs his feet in his hands pretty well, I thought. Just strong base, patient hands. Like, it just like really solid hands, solid punch. Um, I, I like all of that. And, again, you're getting him in the fifth round. I do think, like, you know, kind of a guy that's going to overset at times. He plays – another guy plays yeah. a little high in the run. Like, isn't isn't going to power. There's no power to him in the, in the run game or anything like that, and he's got some trouble sustaining. Um, and then – but the, the thing is, he also doesn't have that – like, Paris Johnson – I'm not comparing the two, but just Paris Johnson has that great movement ability in the in the run. Uh, Carter Warren doesn't. So he, he's got a lot more concerns as a run um, blocker um, in that vein. I, yeah. I, I think with him, like he is, uh, he's a better fit for a gap scheme, um, because yeah, I don't think he's the greatest space mover. No, he's not. But he, I, I thought he, he plays with such a nice edge to him, mm-hmm. um, and I, I thought really good pop in his hand. Yep, solid anchor. Yep. Uh, no, I don't think he. Yeah, again, like not he's not the best when having to deal with more, more athletic pass rushers. But I thought he did a really good job of power pass rushers. Um, and, yeah, he uses his length really damn well. Mm-hmm. I, he is more interesting than a lot of these guys. I, I, I wish he didn't get hurt. I he was, Like, he was at the East West Shrine Bowl, but he didn't participate. And I just wish we got to see him in that set. Yeah, I, I just he's kind of like that day three tackle that I do think in, like maybe, you know, excluding the, the, the fourth round guys, but that could go 100. But, like, the real day three tackle that, could potentially turn into a, a starting tackle in the NFL. This one, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I he's one of the uh, few guys I think that isn't in that top one hundred graded spot mm-hmm. that I, I I think I feel comfortable. I don't have a fourth round grade on him, but I, I understand why he would go in the fourth round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in this because like I think like the two guys I have fourths on, I can see them getting pushed up a bit. Um, yeah, like I think he'll probably be, he might he, like he's got a good chance to be the first tackle taken on day three. Although, uh, sorry, after Blake my, Freeland. My my value pick is uh, North Carolina's. Yeah, Richards. I knew it was going to be. That's my tackle twelve. 
Uh, perfect. We should flip flop them because he's my eleven. Um, I what I really like about Asim Richards is his arm length is measured three different sizes in three <laughs> different places. So so no one's sure how long they are, but they're long. They're thirty four inches. Over, yeah, that's good. They're thirty four or better, perhaps. Um, no, but well, what I like about him is I think he plays with a really consistent base, good feet. Yeah. Uh, he uses um, the or he he mirrors really well in pass protection. Uh, now his his hands could get a little wide. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something I want to see cleaned up because they're long enough. They just got to get inside a little better. Uh, I think he's got a good anchor, pretty good quickness. And the the thing is, in the run game, I want to see him sustain blocks better. Um, yeah, I, I think he falls off sometimes, uh, and that could impact him there. But he re- he'll reach the second level, but he won't stick to a guy. Uh, he needs to clean, uh, I think, more up in the run game than pass pro. Um, but to me, he's like a developmental fourth round, uh, developmental starting tackle. You get in the fourth round. Uh, he played guard at the senior bowl. He didn't look great there. He looked a lot more comfortable at tackle. I agree. Uh, I think he's also a guy who uh, is probably gap scheme only. Like he's a guy that could end up inside, but like I, I would definitely give him a look at tackle first, and I think he could stick. Um, Thrown the Notre Dame game, he handled Isaiah Foskey for what that's worth. Yeah, he had, that's his best game. Yeah, he played really, really well. And like, yeah, like you said. Well proportioned guy. He's got that length. He's got that strong build. He's got a thick lower half. And yeah, I think he's got, you know, pretty good strength. And he's got that good pop and solid anchor. Like he's he's very solid. And yeah, it's just like you said, there's just some inconsistencies in the run game. Like he's not really another guy that's not gonna really drive guys. But like and like I don't think he's a very athletic blocker, like on the move, but you're right, he can kinda get to the second level, but just maybe not land so much. That that, that that's why I don't think he, he like he's better for, I, for gap scheme. Yeah, and I, I do think like He's he's better fit as a tackle. That's why I have him here. But yeah, no, I like the same Richards. I, I think yeah, he's kind of in that same vein with Carter Warren. I have a I'm a little bit higher on Warren than him. I, just, I they're both fifth round guys for me. Uh, but no, I could definitely see him going into that fourth round. Um, I think they're, like they said, kind of same vein. We're like potential fourth round guys that could develop into uh, a certain tackle. I just see that path for Warren a little bit more clear. And, and going to sleeper now, <laughs> sixth seventh round. Yeah. Ish, um, who 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 would you bang the table for? There's not a lot of guys to bang the table for in this group, Rob. Like that's, we kind of talked about this earlier, but it's just not a lot of guys. It, it drops off heavily. Yeah, it does. Um, so I I don't mind this guy. I got I have like a late fifth, early sixth on him. It's a uh, Kansas's Earl Bostic. So that's that's who I put here too. And I I have a fifth on him. Yeah. Um, and I think. I'm going to assume part of the reason you, you go with that is the potential of a guy who tested really well. Exactly, yeah. He uh, was over the 80th percentile of his 40, his vert, and his broad. Uh, he's also 6'6", 309, mm-hmm. 34 and 8-inch arms. Uh, so he checks the length and the athleticism box, former tight end. Yep. Um, no, that's a good pick. Yeah, I mean, you, you definitely see the athleticism too. You know, he's, uh, he's lightening out of his stance and stuff. Pretty smooth feed, and you know he's he's getting that that pass set depth with ease consistently against speed and stuff like that. Um, and then like you know can work in spaces run blocker too, like you know can, yeah. can kind of get to his man and stuff. So you see like a lot of the um, and it, like you know pretty pretty like better pop into the run um, than you'd expect at times too. And, yeah. and you use that length pretty well. So there's lots of lots of pieces there to, to kind of mold. Another guy like you kind of feel less so than other guys. Not going to name names. But like that, he was an ex tight end, right? I think he, the functional strength, even though he's, I think he's a six year senior, right? That, that will need some work yep. still coming in. But NFL weight room that will help. 
Not too much, like, you know, nastiness. Like, the, sometimes he, he's letting guys into his frame. Like, it's kind of just, like, leaning on guys in the wrong game. But, um, and, like, I, I doesn't quite have that lineman demeanor to him either, I don't think, at times. But, all, like you just said, like, the athleticism is there. You see it on the tape. There are the tools and the size and everything to be a potential something down the road. I, I think I think he's got the, especially compared to a lot of these other guys mm-hmm. uh, in that range, like, he, he's got the tools to be a, a solid swing tackle who sticks around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I, I, I want to add 15 pounds to his frame because <laughs> he does look like a former tight end. Yeah. Uh, but the athleticism's there, and the feet are a lot better than I was expecting mm-hmm. to. I thought. Uh, and, and, like, he plays a little high, and you can, like you said, he lets guys inside on him, and they can like you speed the power. His his anchor's not great, yeah. Um, but it's just the the size and the traits, and that's a sixth, seventh round tackle. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I'm looking for. Can you see him? I I have a late fifth on him. Could you see him end up there with this group? I I have him in the fifth too. Part of it is yeah, I I think this group's just not that good. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe. I'm not sure either. Like, this tackle class is so foggy to me that, like... It is. Some of the guys we're going to talk about today, like, could go undrafted. And, and guys who we don't think are all that great could get drafted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just think there's so many different ways to look at this class. and But, I, I don't know. If you run a zone scheme, I, I'd like Earl Boss to yeah. be fifth round, yeah. probably. Agreed. Since you picked him, I'll, I'll go with Boise State's John Ajuku. That's a good one. A guy who I, I have later than Bostic, but I think that's a good pick. Same. Yeah, he uh six six three oh nine, kinda similar story with him. Um, has that size, uh, has the length, thirty four inch arms, mm-hmm. tested really well. Um, and six year senior played a lot of college football yeah. at Boise State. Uh, I I think with him he's a little meaner yeah. uh than Bostic. Uh not quite as smooth in pass protection. Um, yes. I think he's he's more effective when he reaches the second level though as a uh as a run blocker. Um he he's another guy who I just think he has the makeup of a swing tackle. Yeah, he does. I totally agree. And like I, I have him like into this like a early, early mid seventh round. But I, I do yeah, I, I, I see that though. I totally agree with you. I mean it's a guy we've watched a lot, we've liked for a while too. Um, you know, a guy that can get some movement going in the run. Like he's like you're not going to worry about his strength coming to the NFL either. Although, funny enough, his anchor, his anchor is kind of lacking at times. Yeah, his anchor is his worst yeah, thing. Yeah, he's just like he's, if you want to beat him, go right through him. It's funny. It's yeah, I weird. think he just pops up too high sometimes mm-hmm. in pass pro. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, you throw him the Oregon State game and he, he yeah. looks great moving people in the run game, yeah. but then he's getting knocked off his block and, and pass. I like undersized guys too. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, that being said, I like he's my tackle eighteen, but I still I do like him. Um, go to deep sleeper. Yeah, I tip. So, <laughs> go ahead, sorry. Probably a UDFA here, but maybe a guy who sneaks in the back end of the seventh round. Yeah, I mean, look, this is <laughs> I picked. I picked a guy that like I don't know much about, but there's the the hype is building because of the uh, um the pro day numbers, and that's Northern Michigan's. You know, I'm always going to wrap the UP up. Jake Witt, baby. Um, who I uh, he he's who I put for super duper. <laughs> yeah, I think like in this class, though, there's like no one I'm like, oh yeah, this is a deep sleeper. I, I really I like. I draft him. I would draft him. Why not? Yeah, he's six seven three zero two. A uh, guy who was who was a tight end convert. They just you know what was the story that Dane Burglar wrote for the Athletic. They came over to him with a sixty five jersey at halftime. He's like, oh no, uh, played basketball <laughs> yeah. at Michigan Tech. Yep, a good basketball player. 
Um, like again, respects the UP. That's always going to get a bump for me. Um, yeah, just like the testing was elite, and you you do, like look. It was hard to hard to get four, much look at them, but you see the athleticism. Four eight nine forty, um, a one seven one ten yard, four six two shuttle, mm-hmm. seven four four three cone, thirty seven inch vert, ten oh three broad. Mm-hmm. But thin dude. But yeah, you you throw on the tape and, and, and apparently, so he's he's listed at three oh two now from the pro day, but he played at two eighty or so this season. You and he see looks that? Like, he looks like a big tight end. Yeah. Um, and you can see the athleticism, but he just like does, plays so high that the hands are all over the place. Yeah. And like it's fine because of the level he's playing at. Um, but you also see the athleticism when he gets out in space. Um. He's like a a guy you you're gonna want on your practice squad probably mm-hmm. to kind of develop and add strength, uh, and, and and work on that technique. But I mean, he's a ball of clay essentially. Yeah, like if, if he does go undrafted, but like I, I agree with you. I think there's a good chance he gets drafted because of this. But like if he goes undrafted and and he gets a Philadelphia area code number calling him, you, you gotta go right because you've seen what he's done with with similar similar talents. Um, yeah, that would be. I mean, day three, his last pick. Maybe the Eagles swing on him. I think that would be a great pick. Um, but yeah, just just athleticism. And again, in this class where there's like not a lot of like deep sleepers that I like, um, I want to hear who your he was your super duper. Who's you? Who's just your regular deep sleeper? Uh, what if I gave you two? Because I couldn't. Oh pick. God. Okay, go. <laughs> Do you? Or, or, or I'll let you pick. Do you want the super athletic guy or the the massive man? I think I know who the massive man is. So give me the super athletic guy. Louisville's Trevor Reed. Okay, yeah. Who was a freaks list guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good pick. Who, yeah, 6'4", 3'11". Uh, at the pro day, 4.9040. 38-inch vertical, which is better than any offensive line vertical in the mock draftable database. And a 10-4 broad. He is super athletic, and you see it on mm-hmm. tape. He has not... Certain he knows how to play the position yet. Um, he looks good in the run game, and like he gets out in space, but he like his hands just don't get used. They're always on the outside shoulders. Um, he plays really high. Like he needs to add like fifteen pounds mm-hmm. to his frame. He lacks strength. His feet are a little all over the place. But you can see the athleticism. You can see the path. I wonder if someone will bet on him. Uh, I I think he'll be a priority on draft free agent signing. Yeah, that makes sense. Who was your was your big one, Kadeem Telford? Of course it was. Yeah. I love Kadeem Telford. Yeah, he's, he's, who who was the anti Trevor Reed because yeah. he he's a lot better at football, but he tested horribly. Mm-hmm. He's he's stuck into my top twenty. He's my twenty. <laughs> yeah, he's he's in, he's uh, he's my twenty. Um, but he, like he's, he's six seven. He's yeah. three twenty two. He's a mauler. Yep. He, he tries to kill people. He's better in pass protection than you're expecting. Yeah, he, he uses his size and he his is, length really well there. Yep. And he has a good anchor. He's 36-inch arms. Um, but, like, yeah, just you can see he's not very fleet-footed. Like, he, he he's not going to do a ton. If you ask him to get out in space, he struggles to reach the second level. But, man, I, I enjoy Kazim Telford. Yeah, me too. I do too. <laughs> I don't have draftable on him, but... Still got my. He's stuck in my twenty. He's gonna make it on the show. But the the US felt it. Oh yeah, um, they're smart, smart. They're smarter than the NFL. I'll say it. But um, yeah, uh, going to wild card. I think that's a tough Everyone's pick. A I think it's a tough pick. Like everyone is and everyone isn't. You know, there's like no one that like. Oh yeah, this is guy a clear. You know, for blah blah blah. I I struggled. Um, 
ended up with with going with Matthew Bergeron, the Syracuse offensive lineman. Oh, I wrote down three because it was like AJ will probably hit one of the ones I put down. So I write down three, and you don't you hit, and I didn't hit, hit someone else. I didn't hit, yeah, because I think there's like no like oh yeah, this is the clear wild card. So I'm gonna just talk about a guy that. I like a lot, you know. <laughs> I love you know representing what is it, from Victoriaville, Quebec, baby, uh, Matthew Bergeron. Um, look, you, you throw on the tape. This guy's a fucking mauler in the run. He's a high level run from blocker. Uh, like just just like awesome second level radar works out there and does such yeah. a good job, man. Like just so fun. Like the best. I think the best in this class. Just finds that second level target, locks on, lands square, rides him. Perfect. Um, and like that's a guy that just comes off the line in a, in a hurry with a fury. I, I love him. Like he's rolling his hips, he's driving. I love the pa- the the run blocking. Like I just throwing the plays like an eighteen wheeler too because I don't want to use freight train because he doesn't have quite that power, but he's more he's got that movement like an eighteen wheeler. Freight train's just on the tracks. You know what I'm talking about? Like he's got the mean to him too. You know what I mean? Like just a dog on a bone keeps on driving. I love I love Matthew Bergeron in the run game. That being said, the pass protecting needs <laughs> a lot of work. Well, I do think he looked better at the Senior Bowl, uh, so that's very promising. But just like that, that needs a lot of work. Like that, the the hands like just landing high a lot too, which is kind of funky. Wide a lot, just very very hit and miss there. Um, just like like the anchors struggling against like the better like miles murphy kind of gave him the business throwing the throwing yeah. the clamson game like you know it was a bad matchup for it him. was a bad matchup for him you know just like the hands need a lot of work like the like the is kick set and like just footwork is kind of inconsistent like and like the, where the mean he's very very mean in the run game like he's just i feel like he's getting letting pass rushers like he'll have them he'll, he'll kind of stall them a bit and then just letting them to get their secondary rush like too too easily and like, where's that finishing? Where's where's that dog on the bone there? You know, um, and kind of grabby a bit too. So that that the pass protecting needs a lot of work, and he might end up kicking inside. I'm very comfortable with with giving him a look outside though first. Absolutely. Me too. He's a guy who will, if, especially in this class where I'm not sure we get a guard in the first round or an interior offensive lineman in the first round. Like, man, he's gonna be a hell of a guard yeah. if he ends up in. Yeah, there. he is. He is. Um, so that's where I just, that's where the wild card element is for me. Like, he could be. A very very high level guard. I still think he could be a high level tackle too. It's just there's a lot mm-hmm. a lot to clean up there. There's a lot more to work on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Since you went with Bergeron, I'll go with Dewan Jones that's, as my wild. It's my runner player. up. Yeah. Um, the other guys I wrote down were uh, Darnell Wright and Jalen Duncan. Duncan's um, a good one. I wouldn't say Wright, but we'll talk about that later. No, because I just I wonder how high he can that, go. That's a good good point. Yeah, good point. Like, his is a more positive wild yeah, card. Yeah, Um So, but with DeWan Jones, you're getting a 6'8", 374-pound <laughs> offensive lineman, uh, right tackle, who has 36 and a th- uh, 3-8-inch arms. Bobby, he's, got, he's almost got 12-inch hands. Yeah, he's 11, fucking paddles. 11 5 um, He ran, like, tactically, like, Five three five is that's slow, good, but it's not that, when he's that size. Like, it's good time. I couldn't believe he ran that fast. That's very good time. <laughs> like he tested better than I thought he was going to test mm-hmm. with that forty. Um, and then he, he, obviously it was just one day at the Senior Bowl, yeah. but he was dominant. Yeah, no one really like uh, threatened him like they should have, but no, he was dominant. No. Well, we talked we talked yeah. about it back then. It was yeah. 
Everyone tested him outside. No one tried to counter inside, which is how you beat him. Yeah. Um, but this year, he, he going from 2021 to 2022, he took a noticeable leap. Yeah. Um, he went from being just like this mammoth at right tackle to being a much more refined player, especially in pass protection, where I thought he got a lot better uh, with his hands, um, which is kind of the key because when you're that big, like – you're you're always going to be probably a half second slower mm-hmm. with your your, uh, your kick step, um, and you're always going to struggle to to reroute yourself inside, um, and, and you're always going to struggle to play with good leverage because you're six eight. Yeah. Uh, so seeing him improve his hands like that and, and kind of almost finally understand how to use his length yeah. to his advantage was huge in pass pro. Uh, and then in the run game, he just swallows guys like. He's a guy you want, I think, in, in, in a gap scheme who just going to be a road grader. Mm-hmm. And he, he also, um, even though he can play high, he has a good anchor for a tall guy. Yeah. Can be an issue sometimes. He also looks to kill. Like He, his, he finishes through blocks. He sustains blocks well in the run game. Um, he is, to me, uh, like I have a second round grade on him. Me too. Um, he he is a exactly what you look for. It uh like just a like like let's say you got your left tackle down pat you got some athletic freak show pro bowler like Dewan Jones is the perfect complement on the right side I think he 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 injects some pissed offness to your offensive line which is huge um I I wonder though like just he's so rare in terms of his size and power like does he end up sneaking into the back end of the first round I think there's like, a chance yeah. Like, there is a chance, and that's what's crazy after these three offensive tackles. There's multiple guys who could get into the first round just because of the drop-off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. You know me, Rob. Um, I see a man that size. I don't overthink it. That's a, that's a damn good offensive lineman. And like you said, like, like you know, the feet, he's lighter on his feet than he should be for his size. You know what I mean? I like and like you saw the basketball. I highlights. saw the basketball highlights. <laughs> like, like, look, there's a lot of lot to knock on there, and a lot of it comes down to you know the. the Sometimes he's, he can't stay engaged because he, he lacks some of that foot speed because of that size. But still better than than a lot of guys' size. And, you know, just like he's not going to get to the second level because he just doesn't have that, that athleticism and stuff like that. But, man, like everything you hit, you know, just just so big and so just makes it hard to get around him. And like you said, made a big jump where, like, I think he's to the point now where he's using his length very well. Like, if he if he he's going to fully extend those arms – Keep you away from it, from the body, and I, he's got that. He's gotten pretty grippy. He's gotten pretty grippy, where to the point where like he can lock you out, and if he gets on you, it's done. Um, that being said, if you know, you can just <laughs> some of the redirecting. Like if he if he really gets on you, it's done. But you can just kind of redirect him a little bit and get him off. But that being said, it's it's going around the mountain, right? And by the time that comes, the the ball's out. So again, I don't overthink when when a man this size and he's not like you know. Like, like, you know, a, a, a terrible athlete. Because Jones is not a terrible athlete. Give me in the second round. And again, with that with that potential, I, I do think the, he could go in the first round. Well, we're talking about Bergeron and, 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 and Dewan Jones because I, I see them in similar yeah, the, areas of the draft. They're my five and six and very similar grades, yeah. <laughs> um, how, how early, like, do you think the top 50 locks? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I... I think so, you know, like Bergeron, a team might be taking him as a guard, you know, and, and if, at that point, taking him top 50, he, he's worth the pick. Um, Dewan Jones, I don't think that, I don't think, I think teams might overthink it when he's from a smaller school, but being at Ohio State, I don't think teams will overthink it as much. You know what I mean? Like, I think th- that kind of helps him. 
just to kind of they'll scout the helmet a little bit. Um, so yeah, I do think so. I do. I think so too, especially in this class. I think, yeah. I think we have seven tackles go in the top fifty. Interesting. I see. I got to drop from six to seven. I think I know who it is that we're different on. I I don't. I'm very confused. Okay, we'll see. Unless I miss someone. I, I told you, I think it was kind of murky this class. Um, okay, and best bet. Well, that'd be really funny. I hope you miss. That'd someone. be hilarious. I don't think you did. That'd be really <laughs> funny. I just like I. I don't see a massive gap between uh, uh, the four guys I have in the second round. I only have three second round grades, so. Um, third, the whole time where I was doing this, like getting ready for the show, I'm like, keep having a sense I'm forgetting someone. Because you're like, maybe I've kicked someone I'm inside. So but I'm for you to have forgotten someone. That'd be hilarious. Um, oh, my God. Well, that, that builds into. Do you want me just, for, uh, do you want me just like, pretend like I did if I didn't? Yeah. Wait, Darnell Wright? He's in this class? Um, um, yeah, okay, but, and we already did our best bets. I had Paris Johnson. I just want to get to these. <laughs> I, I had Paris Johnson. You had Pierce Skronsky. I got Skronsky, yeah. I I, I, I like just thought the floor is there. It's too high. And like you said, all pro guard probably. Uh, do you want to get to a ranking set? Yeah. We, we already spoiled 20, though. So do you want to do top 20? Yeah, let's do top 20. Okay, so 20 for me. I got the big man, Kadeem Telford. <laughs> the, the the poor man's Dewan Jones, The poor man's Dewan Jones. He's, he's, he's 50 pounds lighter than Dewan Jones. But, That's fucked. Yeah, Dewan Jones? Okay, to, to put Dewan Jones' is 40 <laughs> into perspective yeah. is he's a little taller than Kadeem Telford. He's 50 pounds heavier than Kadeem Telford. And he ran a point. One o faster, which is like a big difference. Yeah, he's he's a hell of an athlete. He's a hell of an athlete. I kind I wish he did the rest of the testing. It would have been sick. Yeah, would have. <laughs> uh, Nineteen. I got. I don't know why I got him here. I'm not even a fan. Connor Galvin, the Baylor boy, baby. Um, oh, I don't, ooh. This, don't don't ooh and ah. <laughs> that's your guy. That's your. Guy. That's my guy. <laughs> I don't know why. I just. Do you have a draftable? No, I don't have a draftable on him. Okay, me neither. He's my my tackle like. <laughs> I don't. I don't like this group. After the, like, I get there's a couple of guys, but not after you get into the UDFA's. There's not a lot of guys I'm gonna I'm gonna stump for. And then even in this group, Rob, we get into my draftable grades. 18 for me is where I got John Ajuku of uh, Boise State. I got a mid seventh round grade on him. 17. I, I'm just I'm just trying to sneak him by so he can be a Seahawk and a Hall of Famer. Ryan Hayes, baby. I got a mid six on him. Uh, 16. I got Warren McClendon from Georgia. Hey, finish the rotating master. I got a mid six on him as well. And tell me, tell me, this isn't true. He's the perfect swing tackle. He's playing both in yeah, the same game. Exactly, and uh, he has like he might be able to play all five spots. He might be able to play all five spots. He looks like a guard. Yeah, he does. He's got that demeanor too. Like he's not. Yeah. I, I think he's gonna be a fine NFL player. <laughs> he's not the most athletic. He's not the most talented. No. He's none of those things. But he's got that. He's got he's that gonna, grind to him. You know. Yeah. Okay. 20 for me is uh, UAB's big man, Kadeem Telfer. 19. This is my guy. Arkansas's Dalton Wagner. <laughs> I'm surprised you're a Dalton Wagner fan. I like him. Okay. He looked good against Alabama. Uh, 18. Your guy, Michigan's Ryan Hayes. 17. Florida's Richard Gurriage. He's okay. Well, I have him 15. Yeah. Uh, 16. George's Warren McClendon. I like Dalton Wagner. He's massive. He He's mean in the run game. He's coached by Sam Pittman, so I trust him a little extra. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, pretty good anchor. I, I 
Uh, yeah, I thought he did a good job in the run game against Will Anderson. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. I'm just usually you don't like the the, the big boy. Sometimes I don't know. He had a little. I thought he had a little more girth to him than like Dan Skipper. Uh, you know, watching him, I like he's also <laughs> multiple inches shorter than Dan Skipper. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, uh, and, and with Ryan Hayes, um, he's interesting because he's, he's he's quite athletic. Yeah, he is. But it doesn't show up as much as it should. It doesn't as much as it should. Yeah, um, but then under three hundred pounds, sh- like. And his short arms kind of get him. Yeah, I, like I think he's he, he could be a guard too, but yeah, I think I think so. Too. I think he's got some some something to stick around for a bit, you know. But like I don't I don't see him ever being a starter at all. No, 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 no definitely not. Um, fifteen. I got I got <laughs> the goo man, Richard Guriage, who's okay. I don't know. He's kind of like just a solid. I got late fifth, early sixth on him. Uh, fourteen is where I got Earl, Mister Boombastic. Hey. I got a lay fifth on him. Me too. And then we get into like okay. we, I feel like this is where like the the class really starts. Rob, maybe the draft might even start here. Uh, thirteen is where I got Blake Freeland. Hey, me BYU. too. BYU. And then we know the. You think that? Wait, did you say the draft starts? Yeah, that's where the draft Freeland? starts. Uh, <laughs> and then we know our twelve and eleven. We got them flip flopped. Uh, twelve for me is a Sam Richards. I got a mid fifth, and Carter Warren's my eleven. I got an early fifth. We're very much on the same page here, and I feel like that can generally generally speaks to a clear class, which this isn't. No, I know. But because they're lacks depth, like with the a receiver rankings were so different because the class isn't clear, but there was still so many like solid mm-hmm. guys where there isn't that many of them in this group. No. Can um, I stump for my guy Richard Gurridge? Because you <laughs> we got up. Yeah, well let me give me my rank. Okay, sorry. Well no no go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. He didn't test well, like at all. Kind of just, nope. I, nope. I, I didn't think it was a good move or anything, but I thought it better than that. Uh but just I thought he's just kind of sturdy. You know, started a lot of games he in is. Florida. I thought he played with good leverage. Yeah. Solid pop solid, his hands exactly. Yeah. Just kind of solid. And then there's kind of like I think like he's a, he's got a good feel for mirroring. It's not his feet. It's it's not his quickness. It's just he's got a good feel. And then yeah, I don't know if he's gonna ever. But like a swing tackle potential, you know, he, he can mm-hmm. play guard too. That's all we're looking for at this. Yeah, point. yeah. Just a sturdy guy. Day uh, three. Why not? Okay, for me, fifteen is John Chukwu of Boise State. Fourteen is uh, what you call Mr. Boombastic, baby. Earl Bostic Jr. from Kansas. Oh, I Joe Hag comp. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, 13, BYU's Blake Freeland, 12, Pittsburgh's Carter Warren, 11, North Carolina's Asim Richards. Should we talk a little Blake Freeland? So Blake Freeland has the skinniest lower body I've ever seen from a tackle. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, high school quarterback who was like 190 pounds when he showed up to BYU. He's 6'8", 302 now. He's one of the most ridiculous athletes at tackle in recent memory. Yeah. But he just like... He has no like his balance and anchor just killing like yeah. he was destroyed at the senior bowl. Yeah. And he's a guy who has he has his moments on tape. Like you can see that athleticism when he's mirroring in pass protection. But then if the pass rusher goes through him, he goes through him. And he plays really high. <laughs> yeah, and, he does. And the hands aren't great. Like he has, there's so much to work on. Um but the good is good, and I think he does a good job reaching the second level as a run blocker. Like the athleticism shows up there yeah. too. He just doesn't sustain blocks all that well. I think like um, I think like the best fit for him would be like in that Shanny scheme where that ball is coming out quick. You know what I mean? And he can do some damage as a mover in the run. Do you, uh, how? Uh, I don't know. Did you say you you have a fifth round? Grade? Yeah, I got a mid fifth on him. So, okay, so we're on the exact same page with him. Do you think someone will overdraft him? Probably because. 
for the, that athleticism and then on top of that, the, the lack of depth. Like, do you think he could actually sneak into the third round? Yes. Which seems insane I, to I me. Think, I think there's a possibility. I don't think he should, but there's a possibility. Because to me, he's he's two years away. From being two years like away? Two, yeah. No, but he's legitimately like he needs two years to work and yeah. add weight, add strength. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Anyways, uh, you, we talked. We talked Warren. We talked to Sean Richards. Do you have any comps in, in these of these guys you want to? Uh, my Blake Freeland comp was Jake Fisher. Yo, I forgot about Jake. Fisher. I thought he was gonna be the goat. Um, <laughs> I don't know if there's any I love. Let me see. Hold on. Let me play with Carter Warren very quickly. And my comp was Bobby Massey. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm throwing that out there though. <laughs> I, I give it better. I put Maurice Moses. It's high level though. That's a good one though. I like Morgan Moses yeah, a lot. Morgan Moses, Moses, I think, is one of the most underrated. I don't know why I'm stumping for him right now. <laughs> one of the most underrated <laughs> tackles in the NFL. He is. He is. That's why I don't know. That's a little lofty for Warren. But yeah, I can see him being. I can see the path for Warren being a starter. I, I, I also. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You want to get? Yes. Let's it? get into it. I don't think you forgot anyone. I I didn't. I don't know. You know who Darnell Wright is, Rob. I've been faking it. Yeah, give me a 10, 10 to six. <laughs> so this is where we'll we should find out now. I know I know who it is already. I've been just goofing you. Uh, ten is where I got Jalen Duncan. I got a mid fourth round grade on him. I got uh, DJ Humphreys comp. Uh, nine, I don't like that one. He's a hard one to get a comp for. Uh, nine, he is. nine. I got Wanya Morris, your guy. I also got a mid fourth so on him. I I flip flop those. Two. I have a Braxton Jones comp on him. Um, Eight, I got I got the Bama Bulldog Tyler Steen. Uh, this is this is jumping to the top one hundred. I got a late third on him. Uh, Brandon Shell comp. Oh, is that <laughs> it's wait, good? Is that it's good. Comp? That's a good comp. Oh, is that your guy? Okay. <laughs> and this is the guy we differ on. I'm sure of it. Seven, Anton Harrison, mid to late third comp, uh, grade. Uh, I give him a good comp. Lael Collins. I think it's kind of lofty, but. That's a good. Comment. That's the one we differ on, though, right? That's the one we differ on, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew. I was like, for a bit there, I was like, I was like, did, did you forget him? No. <laughs> Wait, what grade did you have? On? Mid to late third. Oh, okay. It's not like I think. I for some reason I had it in my head that you had a fourth round grade on. Oh no, I just figured you you have a second round, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk. That's our guy to talk about soon. Go ten to. Oh, sorry. <laughs> did you give us six? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I stopped at seven. You're right. I apologize. Six. You already knew who my six was, Rob. It's Matthew Bergeron. I just wanted to hear it one last mid, time. Mid to late second. So that's a jump there. A whole round grade. Tough one to comp. I put, I went with Chester Pitts, who ended up playing mostly a guard. But he played. He started a tackle for the Texans. I, I give way better comps than you. <laughs> I go deeper. Go. Uh, okay. Ten for me is Oklahoma's Wanya Morris. Um, fourth round grade. Uh you also had a fourth on him, right? Yeah, mid-fourth. Billy Turner comp. Braxton Jones is better, but keep going. Braxton Jones is better at football, so, like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, nine, Jalen Duncan of Maryland. I struggle with him, too, because yeah. it's like... At times, he looks like a, a legitimate top 100 pick, yeah. and then other times, he looks like a complete project. Yeah, I still um, like him, but we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. What did, what round did you have? Mid-fourth. Him? him and Wandy are, like, graded the same for me. I just think one is. I, I just think one is more um, consistent, safer, and safer. Yeah, he's, a, he's definitely safer. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but Jalen Duncan fourth round grade. I, it's like a shittier Garrett Bowles. I thought about that one. Or Garrett Bowles when he was bad. Yeah, <laughs> Batter at football. But like, I like Duncan's. But like, the ceiling is there. Anyways, we'll 
We'll stop for a sec, yeah. We'll get it. Yeah. Um, eight, my lone third-round grade. My boy, since the beginning, since the summer. Alabama's Tyler. Alabama's Tyler. Alabama's Tyler, baby. Yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad we've come around on him. Uh, seven. Who's your comp uh, for Steen? Oh, right. Marcus Gilbert. <laughs> He's no Brandon Shell. Whatever. You'll like this, though. Uh, seven. Syracuse's Matthew Bergeron, second-round grade. Ready for the comp? Mm-hmm. Do you remember Anthony Davis at a Rutgers? The yeah. Niners right I, I, I have an Anthony him. Davis every year. I have an Anthony Davis comp every single year. Yeah. Anthony Davis was like – very uh, good. His career, his career, I feel like the way it ended overshadows what he yeah. was on the field. Yeah. Man, he was a good football player. He was. He was very good. And in a, a, a perfect right tackle in that Harbaugh offense. And uh, I, Hold on. Are you not a Chester Harbaugh. Pitts fan? Chester Pitts was no, damn good. Pitts. Okay. He started for a decade. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I have him as a comp every year, too. <laughs> uh, and I will on our next show when we do the guards. Uh, and then six, I have Ohio State's Dewan Jones. Oh. Uh, second round grade, uh, a, a Trent Brown comp. Me too. Um, I, yeah, okay. So the, Harrison's the one where we were differing. But let's let's dump with uh, Jalen Duncan because we, we clearly got a lot to talk about there. Yeah, I mean, so go ahead. We'll just. Really good athlete. Yeah. Long, athletic, smooth. Uh, super smooth. Yeah. You see it. But, man, his hand placement and his anchor are not good. Mm-hmm. And he just does not. Like, he'll get out in space and he'll be there and he won't make the block or he won't sustain the block. Or he won't um, find it, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, he, he has his tape. I found it to be frustrating. Yeah, it just, is. It looked like oh you're gonna and then he just doesn't quite do it. Yeah, um, doesn't finish his blocks. Like he's got no mean. No, that's bugs me. No, no, you're right. I swear, like three months ago, you're like he's Bruce Campbell. Yeah, <laughs> might be right. um, but then but then yeah, you see him and uh, in pass protection, like man, at times he looks really good there. He mm-hmm. his his feet are light. He's laterally so quick. He can reroute himself. But then, yeah, the hands can shoot wide. Yeah. I mean, look at watch the end of the Ohio State game. Yeah, just get thrown off his block, and yeah, he's just a really tough one to figure out there. My take, my my real take from doing tackles is that Zach Harrison's a first round pick. Everyone's been right, um, <laughs> but no, he is. Like, you know what I think? If he was a little bit longer, I could overlook a lot of this. You know what I mean? Like, maybe not, maybe not overlook all of it, but a little bit more because he's. He's just he's not super long. Yeah. He's no, he's thirty three inch arms. Yeah, I mean almost thirty four, but on a six six frame. Exactly. If he had 30, 35 inch arms, I'm feeling a little bit better. But yeah, like he just you see that lack of length show up. You know, he's he doesn't have a great anchor, like you said. Like it just he's he's a little lungy too. But just the feed and the athleticism and the smooth I, mover, like I, I love all that. I just feel like there's been so many tackles in this this archetype yeah. who just don't work out yeah. in the NFL, right? Yeah. Like, super athletic, just doesn't have the technique down, doesn't have like I I think you can kind of get over some of that too, uh, technique stuff when the guy plays with this this motherfucker. Yeah, and he one. doesn't, and he doesn't, right? Like. Because then you're, uh, I don't know. I, it's just hard to love a lineman who doesn't. Yeah, it is. But that being said. Oh, so they're just a complete technician. Yeah, yeah. Fourth round, you know, you bring them in, you try to get something out. Like, there's a path, but yeah, it's you're right. There's been a lot of guys that just fizzled quick. Uh, and then Wanya Morris, who uh, kind of on the, in that same range, 
Uh, Tennessee transfer, started right tackle this past year for Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, what another guy light on his feet? Yeah, I thought he moved really well. He had a gr- him, him, you know what? Him and Duncan looked really good at the senior bowl. Yeah, they were two of the they did. two of the best in pass pro. Um, and I, I I think with him, it's it's more correctable. Yeah, agreed. Uh, he he needs to get stronger. Yep, he needs to play with better leverage, better anchor, better hand use. It just feels more correctable with him. So I get why you would have Jalen Duncan over yeah. him. Um, I just thought Jalen Duncan, and, and, and no, it's not like I have a massive separation. I just thought Jalen Duncan's highs were higher, despite his lows being low. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I think Wani Morris, you know, he's going to offer more in the in the run game. You know, it's like got that, like it's not 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 great, but he's like especially like you know backside. He's making a lot of good backside blocks, and uh, you know what I think the difference is though, like he he's not passive in his pass pro where Duncan kind of is. I agree exactly. Yeah. That's the it's, it's a big difference. Yeah, I like. And like hell, also when he gets out in space, like mm-hmm. he can connect on yeah, the block. Yeah, he's, he like he looks good when they when he pulls and gets out. Yeah, I agree. I, I think we're very on the same page. I will point out one f- negative where I don't know if you agree with, and maybe this is just the game the games I did or whatever. I thought like not a super balanced guy, like a guy that ends up on the ground a no. lot. Yep. Which I I hate. That. No, that, that always worries me. I know me. it's always such a scare. Yeah, and like you know, kind of he kind of drops his head in the run a bit, but yeah, I just and like like you said, I agree. Like lacking that core strength really, and a little high in the hands are. Mm. Um, but yeah, like I, I, although I think the hands are well timed, just kind of sh- missing. So yeah, I think a lot of correctable stuff with him. Can definitely see the path to him being like. Um, uh, I think I think he might end up going top one hundred, but a path to him being a starting tackle. I, I honestly I wouldn't be surprised if him and Jalen Duncan go on day two at the end of day two, just because there's such a there's not a lot going on in the stack. Yeah. Yeah, I after after this top tier guys, mm, I see I see more. I, I can like very confident. Like I think more will end up, but Duncan, I can I can see it, but a little bit a little bit more gray. Um, okay, the the Bama Bulldogs next, I think. Uh, I love Tyler Steen. Uh, I think Tyler Steen's kind of like the the safety yeah, round guy. I agree. I agree with like, you. Like, if his arms are a little bit longer, I think it, it would be a lot for his draft stock. He just got short arms. Mm-hmm. They're, they're thirty two and three quarters. Um. He is 6'6", 320, and he is real a real good mover at that size. Yeah. Uh, I think he's got very solid feet. Um, he's got a solid anchor. He reaches the second level really well. Uh, a guy who, I, if you wanted to move him inside a guard, I think he's, he's going to be just fine yeah. in there too. I agree. But to me, this is like your right tackle you take in the third round. Yeah. He, he's got a, like, he's 6'6", six, six, like, what, 321, but like, yeah. doesn't really look like it. He's got a, kind of got a, no, a high cut to him. He, he he's kind of a funnier build. Yeah, and but like it's funny because a lot of high cut tackles it makes me or even inside guys, but it makes me worried. But he's got like a high cut with a thick bottom, like so like yeah, it, it, that counteracts. I'm okay with that. Um, but like you said, good mover. Like he doesn't move like he's, he moves like he's 20 pounds lighter. Um, like just I think like clean in the past set. You know he's got he's got enough power to him. Like he's got some upper body. He's got that mean to him. Like the feet are pretty good. Like I think he's pretty good uh, IQ too, and like I think like it's just a really good hand fighter. Like always constantly working to replace his hands, um, but I think like in the run, like kind of the hand placement, the driver subpar at times. But maybe that's yeah. something you can clean up, and maybe like that initial strength versus like power can be kind of knocked back a bit. And the anchor overall can improve a bit, I think. But yeah, I, I, I third round bring him in. I think he, I could definitely see him uh, starting right tackle. I like him. Um. Talked Bergeron. Do you want to do? We talked to Juan Jones. Do you want to talk Anton Harrison now? No, we'll see. Okay, we'll see. Okay, 
So five to one. So very close between uh, Dewan Jones, who's my five, and Bergeron, who's my six. They're both Same. mid to late second round grades. I also have a tramp around comp on Dewan Jones. Four, we haven't talked about him yet. Darn all right, baby. Uh, I got an early second. I'm glad Rob finally came around on the right man. Uh, I, I struggle with the comp a little bit. I try to go a little different. With Daryl Williams, who was a pro bowler at one point. Um, then top three. Three for me is Broderick Jones. Uh, I have a first-round grade. But like 20 to 32 is kind of the range I put it on there. Like the grade, not where I think he's going to go. Um, my comp is Jack Conklin. <laughs> I don't know how you feel about that one. I feel like they're kind of hard to comp. Two, I have Paris Johnson, same fucking grade, 20 to 32 range. It's just I gave him the pass-protecting bump. I, I comped it to, to the GOAT, Russell Kung. And uh, number one, I got Peter Skaronsky, top 15 grade. As a tackle, like I've seen the Zach Martin one, which makes some sense. I don't know if he's going to be that high level. But just as a pure tackle, I, let me push this one. I kind of liked it. I want to hear how you feel. Jedrick Wills, just as a pure tackle. Glass eater. Interesting. Uh, Jedrick Will's career has been real weird. I know so it has. Far. I know it has. But just reminds me of him as a tackle. I, I see it with the kind of the the build, the similar, um, the strikes, the, just the yeah, sim, similar kind of playing style mm-hmm. with uh, Will's coming to Bama. Um, I, I'll pitch you on mine okay. in a sec. But he is a hard. I, I I found him and Broderick Jones to be difficult. Yeah, they are um, for comps. Uh, okay. Five for me, uh, second round grade, uh, Oklahoma's Anton Harrison, Deion Dawkins comp. Four, Tennessee's Darnell Wright, second round grade, uh, Lael Collins comp. Hmm. Three, Georgia's Broderick Jones. I put the Icky Iquanu comp just because that's that. who he most reminded me of. Respect like, that, yeah. He's like a lesser Icky to me. Yeah, he was a hard one to um, comp. I, I don't hate the Conklin one, but I don't love it at all. Two, Ohio State's Paris Johnson Jr., first round grade. Debrickishaw Ferguson comp. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, he's a very. I, I, I went back and I was watching Debrickishaw Ferguson at Virginia. Sometimes with comps, when I get one in my head, I'm like, I gotta go I, back and watch this guy. I do that too. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I saw it. That's how I ended up watching uh, Solomon Thomas tape. Uh, more on that next week. Um, one, Northwestern's Pierce Skaronsky, uh, first round grade. I, a more compact Ryan Ram check. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I see the Zach um, Martin one a bit where, like, you know, other, you play tackle. Like a di- yeah. yeah, like a diet Zach Martin. Yeah, that's a good Or one. a diet Rashawn Slater. I don't see the Slater. I really don't. I, I don't really either. But they went to the same school, AJ. Like, I know. I, ex- I expect, I'm like, you know, I'm going to get lazy slapped. But I don't see it. I think Rashawn Slater was, yeah, you, we talked about it already, but. He was as, as great as Skronsky is. Rashawn Slater was like a borderline perfect. <laughs> Just like hey, man, what a what a tackle class that year it was. Okay, Anton Harrison. Let's get into the the, the ton ton. So that's what I call him. Whoa! I watched Star Wars last. <laughs> I know. That's weird. <laughs> the ton ton one too. Empire Strikes Back. Um, yeah. So An- An- Anton Harrison is, I. Th- well, actually, you tell me why you don't like him because I think you're in the minority. Can't trust Oklahoma tackles. I'm just kidding. I just like I don't know. Like I, I just don't think there's like I see. I see. I think he's just solid. I think what you see is what you get. I don't see the upside to him. I don't see too much upside there. Like I just that's why I kind of feel like I don't know. And I think that's more of a third round. That's someone that you're going to bet on in the third round. 
I, I can see that like I see a you know starting tackle, but I just don't see anything special. Like he's a, he's an average athlete. I don't think he's getting much much like he tested well. He he doesn't yeah but he doesn't move like he. Like no, that. I know. He, he tested okay, like solid. Better than the, yeah, four nine eight. Yeah, that's a great four. Ninety third percentile. Yeah, but no, you're right. I, I I I'm not banging the table for him because he's a great mm-hmm. athlete. Yeah, I I, like, I think like he isn't going to create that big drive in the run. Like I can just. I think he kind of gets like is a little another guy that not doesn't play with great balance, not super strong overall. I just think he's solid. Like I, you know, like well positioned in the run. Like he he knows he knows his angles and he plays it well. And like can get out in space and be pretty pretty consistent. Like patient feet. I think good hands. Like that that's probably the best thing about him. I think just yeah, really well timed and consistently inside. I think that's great. That's very solid. And I like that. I I I I think when just because this is kind of. The group we've, I've got them in, and and you've got these two guys above them. But talking Bergeron, Dewan Jones, and Anton Harrison, I see the clearest path for Anton Harrison being a successful tackle in the NFL, um, be, because of what he brings in pass protection. Uh, he's really good at replacing hands. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's a smooth mover, like good footwork. Uh, he reroutes himself well. Um, he, he he doesn't overset. He, he plays. I thought he played really patiently. Um, he's not like blow, blowing you away with his athleticism or anything. I thought he's uh, handled speed rushers pretty well. Can wash him out. Uh, I, I think he's very solid. I agree with you. He. Uh, I thought I liked his anchor. It sounds like more than you did. Um, I th- I think he could anchor down pretty well against power. Um, two two things. Uh, I wish he played with some better leverage. He could play a little bit higher. Yeah. Um, both both pass and run. Um, and sometimes when he gets out in space, he doesn't um, connect on the block the way way I want him to. Like he, he doesn't attack the angle well, mm-hmm. so he might be in position, but he doesn't take a great angle, so he gets half the man type thing. Um, but he's a solid mover. I, I agree. Where like that forty he ran was really good. I don't think he plays that no. fast. Or that explosively, um, but I think he's a solid athlete. Like I'm not no. worried about his athleticism. No, no. Uh, that's why I, I think Deion Dawkins is a really good comp because Deion Dawkins is just a really solid starting left tackle. Um, the thing with Anton Harrison is, like it dep- like is he going? He he's one of the names we've seen is surfaces back into the first yeah. round. I I understand why. Why, I guess, because of the tackle class. I wouldn't take him there. I have a second-round grade on him. I wouldn't take him there. Like If I'm swinging on one of the non-first-round tackles, right off the bat, it's starting all right. And I would swing on DeJuan Jones in the first round yeah. over Anton Harrison, even though I have Anton Harrison ranked higher, um, just because I think that the ceiling is higher yeah. than DeJuan Jones because he's such a rare size. But if I just want a solid starting tackle, I'm picking in, in the – 30s or 40s second round I, I don't see anything wrong with taking Anton Harrison I, th- I think that's fair I, I think it might be a little like bit too it, low gone though um, like if I'm if I'm the Jets at 42 and we don't take a tackle at 13 I got 42 and 43 that's a great spot for Anton Harrison to go now like I agree with you the Jones that's why I have Jones higher than him because he's just a massive monster uh, with a Bergeron though, like you said, like you see the more of a clear path for Harrison to be a start, and that, that's totally fair. I agree with you. It's just give me that that Bergeron run, <laughs> that run fucking class. Yeah, Ber- Ber- Bergeron's 
If, if we're talking uh, what they do better, Anton Harrison better at pass, or Bergeron oh, better yeah. at run blocking. Oh, yeah. Bergeron's better at run blocking than Anton Harrison is at pass protection. Yeah. So I, I understand that. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, and, and again, it's not like I have, uh, I have Anton Harrison right there with Dewan Jones. And, yeah. And no, no, I know you do. I just have a bit of a gap. That's that's my point. Yeah, no, I I, I know. I agree. Um, yeah, like, I, maybe it's just I, I kind of find him a little bit boring. <laughs> which is good. He is boring. Which is good he, for a tackle, he is, though. He is, he is the most boring uh, yeah. tackle in this group, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, of the top seven. Yeah. No, I, th- I th- nobody's nobody's more boring than Ryan Hayes. <laughs> That's a good take, actually. No, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't see that the the upside. I guess that, like, if you want like a solid tackle, if you maybe not forty, but a little bit lower than that, I, I would be okay with that. I, I'm not gonna pan a team for taking them there. I just think like. When you have these other guys with a higher upside, why why swing on Harrison? Or not? I guess not swing, but why bunt on Harrison? <laughs> but yeah, third round, like I'm happy. I'm happy there. I'm happy there. I do like him. It's not like I think he's a poor player, and I think he's gonna stick. But yeah. Anyways, Darnold Wright, we saved the best for last. Yes, we did. I. Okay, you know how I said like like Dewan Jones is a great athlete for his size. Holy fuck, Darnold Wright is a hell of an athlete for a six five three and a thirty five thirty three pound man. I mean, like that 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 five zero one forty. I know forty does not matter, but that shocked me. That shocked me to my core. And it shouldn't have though. You go back and watch the tape, and you see the athleticism. I, that's just me being bad. Go ahead. So to so with Darnell Wright, he is. It's it's sometimes it's not pretty, but it gets the job done. It's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like his feet can be like he's a good athlete, but his feet can be slow. Yeah, he plays really high at times, but it's those hands, man. Like he plays with such violent hands, and sometimes he mistimes the punch, but it doesn't end up mattering. Um, like he is so he's a boxer out there. He knows how to use his hands. He's a great anchor. Uh, he's him and Dewan Jones are masters of the snatch and trap, mm-hmm. um, and he he plays with I think uh, I if, if I had to say who who plays with the most asshole in yeah. them, I think he'd be my number one guy in this class. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of the tackle, you know, um, not a lot of guys like got that like upper body torque, and I think Darnell Wright does though. Like, he just can, can toss dudes. He. He is a guy too who like he wasn't that good the year before. Yeah. Um, pl- like he did not look good at left tackle. Um, and I I feel like he's still growing as a player and just the combination of the athletic traits, the tape, that playing like the biggest asshole on the field, like it's just really exciting combination. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I think of of these second round guys like he makes the most sense to go in the first round. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know about like the the top twenty stuff, but I agree. Like, yeah, if you're picking in the mid twenties and you you want to tackle, I totally get betting on this guy. Um, you know the the you know the offense that Tennessee ran too, the blocking scheme and everything that that wasn't doing him any favors did either. Not fit his skill no, set. No, that that makes me like him more. But you know what I love too, like like he, SEC, you know, and he's constantly pass pro. And like they're they're shooting the ball deep too, and like he just did a hell of a job against Will Anderson. Like that's the one that, that just sold yeah, me. Um, but yeah, th- that not doing him any favors, but still looking good, like it makes me like him even more. You know, like that's like okay, you find the right scheme for him, you let him just be a son of a bitch, and and I think he's gonna be a, like a ten year starter right tackle. Yeah, no, he he is. Um, 
the type of guy who I feel like he's such a tone setter mm-hmm. that it, it makes the rest of the players on the offensive line around him better. <laughs> yeah. Um, like he's looking to punch dudes in the fucking face. Yeah. In, in, in pass pro and, and a guy who's built to just be a run mauler and had to play an offense that like didn't let him do that yeah and like like it, it, like the offense didn't help and like I think I think he he hasn't come along there yet either it's not just the but I mean it might be because that they weren't worried about that you know but yeah, like I think like in the run like his hands need a little bit of work like he's kind of a bit of a leaner on you like like you said the leverage is a little not great either but just um yeah like I, I but I think like that you get him the, in the you know in the off season and he's gonna clean that up right um and then you alluded to it off the top, but like that that skip step, whatever the fuck he did there, all out on BJ Ojolari, I don't know what the hell that was, but that doing that three hundred thirty pounds, like that's ridiculous. Like just just like he feels like I like I like that boxer comp because like you know you, you throw you throw something at him and he's got something coming back that you might have never seen before, you know. And I, I like that. Yeah, he's crafty. He's crafty. Yeah, he's Rocky Bubba. Uh, that's yeah. the comp, right? Like to, <laughs> yeah, to me, he is the highest upside of the non top yeah. three. And, but I also or the high ceiling, and I, I think Anton Harrison's the highest floor. I think Wright's got a super high floor though too. I, I think he's just gonna plug him in. Oh, I do too. I know you do. I, I do too. I, I know you do. He just he's got the upside too. Yeah, I love Darnell Wright. Um, hey, I was in on him in the summer. Don't forget, I think I had a top one hundred grade on him. Not this. Yeah, summer. I, I I took me a while. Yeah. The more games I watched, the more I was like, damn, it doesn't always look pretty, but it's working. Yeah. yeah. And he's just so violent. Like the the two things that scared me was. His feet are a little slow at times. And he plays really high, yep. and but then I, I don't know. I keep him around. Yeah, likable guy. Um, did we hit everyone? I think it's everyone, right? Yeah, Paris, Roderick, Peter. I, I'm on first name basis with everybody. <laughs> um, I, I, is there anything else you want to say? You want to tell us? Tell us? Uh, give us a preview of the interior offensive line. Uh, I'll say that. I think Nick Saldaveri can can get a look at tackle first, <laughs> but the NFL seems like they don't they, they're not gonna they're gonna give him the look inside, and that's my I like I like Nick Saldaveri. This guard class stinks, so I want him in there. That makes guard. sense. It's a bad year to want an offensive line. Yeah, it is. I don't know what next year looks like yet, but yeah, I mean that's boy oh boy this class, and it, I think it's being hidden a little bit by the fact that we've got those three first round guys, yeah, but, and then yeah. and then that that next tier of guys, but the drop off is massive yeah it is I, but that being said there's a lot of fucking interior guys like there's there's a lot of guys we're gonna have a lot of guys but it's not that good. i think i think there's a lot more depth with the interior yeah. but they don't have the heavy hitters like this exactly i mean i wouldn't be surprised if there's there's zero draft in the first round exactly exactly there might there 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 there's really only torrents i actually last year cole strange went in the first round i don't know that's, anything that's anymore good, good point like, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it's only Torrance, but we'll talk about that next episode.